What's up guys, Jonathan here. I know we don't normally start the show this way, but we have something extremely exciting to talk to you about. It's the thing we've been teasing for months now. It's happening. Bombs Away Live. That's right, Bombs Away Live, the only place where you can get the movie screen and have us make fun of it all in one giant live event. And if you're in the Southern California area, you are not going to want to miss this. August 16th, at the Frida Cinema in Santa Ana, a fully-themed event transporting you back to 1987 when this film was released. Featuring a hilarious pre-show filled with clips from previous episodes, multiple photo opportunities, 80s and movie-themed costume contest, and ninjas. That's right, ninjas. All this and more to celebrate the screening of the 1987 B-movie masterpiece, Miami Connection. That's right, we're doing Miami Connection. The Taekwondo 80s synth-pop masterpiece written, directed, and starring YK Kim comes to the screen for one night only, and right after, we're going to rip it apart. Featuring audience participation and live Q&A from you. That's right, you, but there's only one chance for you to do that. That's if you join us August 16th for Bombs Away Live. You can get your tickets for this amazing event by typing bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com. That's bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com. See you ninjas there. My father! I found my father! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Hi, this is Cheryl from Movies Made Me Podcast. You can hear me on episode 63, Mouse Hunt. If you can't get enough of Jonathan and Jarrett, and who can? Check out Jonathan's episode and Jarrett's episode are both available to listen to right now. You can check the show out at mmmpodcast.com or all your favorite podcast apps. Movies Made Me, exploring the movies that make us who we are. Good morning, campers. Are you ready for our wake-up taglines? Wake-up taglines? What else do you do in the morning at summer camp? Oh, well, maybe the bugle call? You should have done the bugle call. (laughs) I can't come up with everything. All right. (laughs) I come up with probably 10% of nothing. I do have taglines, though. I have morning wake-up taglines. (laughs) Attention campers. Two times the fear, two times the carnage, two times the terror. The deluxe edition DVD. That was yeah for the deluxe edition DVD, <laughs> which I think was a bit longer after the movie came out. Okay, yeah. One year ago today, twelve of her friends were violently murdered. So not two times the carnage at all. <laughs> Why should the first anniversary be any different? It's not the first anniversary. It takes place five years after. Also, the who celebrates first an anniversary film, yeah. of death? He's like, hey, it's happy been anniversary. One year since you murdered them. <laughs> Cut your arms off and then their legs. Uh, the body count continues. That's true. Yeah. Accurate. <laughs> yes, it does. All right. Just when you thought it was safe to go back to camp. Just when you thought it was safe to go to a different camp. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to rip off jaws. <laughs> and the day you count on. For terror, 
is not over. Because it's a reoccurring day in our calendar system, Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, with a budget of 1.25 million and grossing 21.7 million in its first run, with one ice pick to the head, one throat strangle, two pairs of breast, two fully naked women, one man butt, one mutilated dog, one hammer to the head, one upside down throat slash, one machete to the face, one wheelchair down some stairs, one double impalement during sex, one man held up by arrows, one pissing scene, one machete to the shoulder, one decapitated decaying head, and nine deaths in total, with a 6.1 on IMDb, a 25 meta score, and a 34% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. It's 1981's Friday the 13th, Part 2. Let's drop some bombs. Among other things, this is bear country. If you're a woman, don't use perfume. And uh, keep clean during your menstrual cycle. No punishment? What kind of place is this? Ginny? Yes, sir. No seconds on dessert for Jeff and Sandra tonight. Jason, mother is talking to you! Welcome to Bonds Away, the only podcast recorded inside a projection booth. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... Definitely not the cam counselor that's only here for the sex. Jared Seifert. I thought you were going to go, the camp counselor who didn't draw her eyebrows on. Oh. <laughs> I really thought you were going to go for no, it. No, <laughs> it's her own fault that she skipped her brows. <laughs> All right. And um, you know what? You take this one. You introduce our guest. You found our guest for us today. Our guest is Tyler Rowe. That's it? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's about as exciting as it gets. I'm kidding. Tyler, tell us about you. Tell us where you're from. Have we heard your voice before? Are we going to hear your voice again? We don't know because these come out on the same day. Here's my voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be like very blunt and dry. Yeah. So, <laughs> here, hi. Here I am. Hi. Tyler yeah. also joined us for our bonus bomb, our drinking episode. Did you have fun? That was fun. Yeah. Had good beer. <laughs> and, and what kind of beer was this? It was a watermelon uh-huh. tart. What? Yep, tart, watermelon, strawberry, yeah. uh, Berliner Equation from Battle Logic right here in Anaheim. Woo! That was killer. Yeah, it was good. No, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Tyler did join us on our Friday the 13th Part 2 bonus bomb drinking uh, commentary episode that is out the same day as this. So if you're listening to this and you want to watch Friday the 13th Part 2, uh, YouTube willing it actually is still going to be up uh, for as long as possible. But uh, as of right now, if you go and you search Bombs Away, uh, Friday the 13th Part 2, you will see uh, our in- the entire movie in its entirety with the three of us talking over it, making jokes. Uh, kind of like that other show that I'm not going to mention that we ripped off. <laughs> and uh, that that's up now. So, also, I have to mention, as I'm mentioning, uh, I'm sorry you guys are going to get sick of it, but at the same time, maybe come and see us. If you're in the Southern California area, please come to our live show August 16th. We're going to be doing Miami Connection. It's going to be screening the movie and then doing this show that you know and love right afterwards in front of a live audience with you, 
right there in the audience giving us questions and uh, us giving you answers to all the mind-boggling things that is Miami Connection. So August 16th, get your tickets now. Uh, Bombs Away Live dot what? Get your tickets here. <laughs> it's a little, it's a robotic monkey from Mystery Science Theater 3000, the strange teenagers that stopped me living and became mystery, mysterious. Uh, God, it's the longest title that I can never remember. It's a really good one, and it's actually filmed in Long Beach. Okay. I'm, I'm Ray Dennis Steckler was the director, <laughs> and he picks his nose in the middle of the film. Uh, yes, but we are not doing it Mystery Science Theater style. We oh, are no, actually showing you the movie and then doing our show afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's a fully themed night full of like 80s Themes and t- costumes. Nights. Yeah, like and, and prizes and just a whole bunch of stuff uh, and people dressed up like ninjas. It's going to be a blast. Uh, please don't miss out on it. Help us out because we have other movies that we want to do throughout the year and next year and everything coming up. So get your tickets now. Bombsawaylive.eventbrite.com. That's B-R-I-T-E. Okay. So, guys, we ready to jump into this film? Jumping in like it's the Camp Crystal Lake Lake. Just just Camp Crystal Lake Lake. would be fine. Camp Crystal Lake Lake. (laughs) Just full nude. Well, Crystal Lake is the name of the lake, so it's Crystal Lake Lake. Yeah, I guess so. You could just say I'm going up to Crystal. (laughs) <laughs> and they know it's yeah, the but lake. then they think that I'm actually going to visit my sex worker friend. Oh, jeez, or I my dog. Uh, you have a Did dog. Did you ever notice Crystal? that dogs usually have sex worker names? Oh, oh, like the one in this movie, like Trixie, like Muffin, Muffin. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the dog in this film. So, I'm Liberty. In in true ah. Friday the Thirteenth fashion, this film starts with a flashback. So. Because we decided that Friday the 13th Part 1 was kind of untouchable, like people would just give, give us too much shit, right? We we were like, oh, we're not going to do it. We're going to skip it. We're going to go right to the campy <laughs> uh, things of the – what? <laughs> that these, these are the jokes. Uh, we're going to go directly into Part 2. But not without – for people like Jarrett – Who've never seen the first one? We decided to we were. I was going to do a little kind of oh refresher. So, anybody want to time me? What? Well, how many? How I many? Mean, how many minutes do I get here? Like, for, how long did the movie get? Well, the movie got an hour and a half. Well, the, for their, huh? Like, for their filler of oh, they part one kind. Of, I felt like because the title sequence doesn't happen for like fifteen minutes <laughs> into this movie, Just I feel going. like they actually. Uh, because the, 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 the beginning of this film is like the survivor from the first movie having a dream and continually reminding us that she's having a dream because the, it just jumps back and forth between her Riding and the bed. Like, bed. no, uh, It's a very no. erotic dream. Yeah, yeah. And she's in a very erotic outfit. So, like, somebody time me because I don't- Green I'm, turtleneck, like, green plaid dress. Anybody going to time me so yeah, I can fine. give you the okay. first movie? How many, what, three minutes? What do you is think? Is that good? I, I have to sum it up in three minutes. Okay. How about that? Ready, set, give me a second. Uh-huh. Go. Okay. So uh, in like 1959, two camp counselors are, are about to go and have sex, and there's a person that uh, uh, walks in on them and kills them off, and basically ending that summer camp right there. Now jump 20 years later, and the summer camp's going to reopen again, and you have about... 
eight different teenagers, one of them being Kevin Bacon in one of his uh, earliest roles. And they all, one by one, get picked off through the night. Uh, you have the jokey guy, and he gets his throat slashed. You have Kevin Bacon, who's about to light up a doobie, gets an arrow through his neck. The girl in uh, weird panties, just like in this one, actually gets an axe through the face. There's another guy that gets arrows uh, in the archery range. And it just goes on and on until we're down. archery range? Yeah. Um, and then it just goes oh. on and on throughout the night until we're down to Alice, uh, who kind of is our final girl for the night. And she runs into the camp cook, who is Mrs. Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees is basically introducing herself as an old friend of the Christie's, who are the people who are opening the camp again. Camp Christie's Lake. Yeah, right? There it was kind of weird there. Um, and then... Goes on a monologuing rant in which basically back in the 50s, the camp counselors weren't watching Jason, her little uh, boy who was deformed. It was a mongoloid child who was running around the camp while she was working as the cook and uh, they were not watching him. He drowned. And so she vowed to make sure that this camp never opened again by killing people. And then one year there was a fire after that when they tried again. And now she's like, I will not let this place open up and decided to kill everybody on this night. And she chases Alice around the rest of the camp until a final confrontation on the beach in which Alice takes a machete and cuts off Mrs. Voorhees' head. Uh, but not before we do one final stinger where Alice is sleeping in a boat and Jason, as a little boy, all deformed and seaweeded and everything, comes up out of the boat and grabs her and pulls her under. And then we switch over to, oh, that was all a dream because she's in a hospital. And the officer's like, what little boy? I don't know what you're talking about. End credits. Uh, Did I go over? Two minutes, 20 seconds. Sweet! There okay, you go. Right? All right? Not bad. I, I think I got it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I was going to go through every kill. But then I was like, I forgot one or two, but I think I got it, right? Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. It. So, but that's what everybody iconically remembers about, like, about the first one is yeah. that it is not Jason, right? Now. It was Mrs. Voorhees, Jason's mother. That's right. Now, here we go with the second one. Now, the second one opens up like uh, the beginning of It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Some little kid just splashing in a puddle. Hey, come on down. Here's a here's a balloon. Oh, right? I don't know what don't he you says. Georgie. Yeah. Hey, Georgie. Georgie. Yeah. Because um, this is a little boy, and he's splashing in these puddles. And then his mom's like, you get your ass in here. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then Jason happens to just be hanging around in the city. Now, this scene apparently is two months after the first movie, okay? But the second movie is supposed to take place five years after. Right, right. So, because according to the campfire story that's told by Paul, 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 because everybody says Paul's name a million times well, in this film. Well, that's his first, middle, and last name. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul, Paul, Paul. <laughs> Paul, Paul, Pauls. And in this film, Paul tells a story around the campfire saying that two months after the initial murders, Alice was never seen from again. Okay. Yeah. So this first scene is actually two months after Friday the 13th Part 1. And it seems to me that nobody could quite figure out what Jason was or would be because 
the legend is that he's a backwoods dweller that's been living off animals and like things in the lake and nuts and berries, right? But also, he's like, mm, maybe I'll take a trip to the city every once in a while, yeah. right? Kind of treat yourself. <laughs> he's recycled enough cans that he found in the woods to collect some change for a bus ticket to the city. <laughs> he let me put on my nice pillowcase hat. Yeah. And uh, we're going to go take a ride to the city, visit Alice, see how My she's doing. best town that dreaded sundown cosplay. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, don't Can't look at see. Me. I only have one <laughs> right. hole in my pillowcase. It's the elephant man. <laughs> and yeah, let, just don't look at me. Let me just get sit down on this bus excuse and me. Uh, go to town real quick. Um, so now we're introduced to Alice, who happens to live in Norman Bates's house. I don't know what's going it on. It was like there. a weird apartment house, I think, but it also kind of didn't make a lot of sense. No. No. Cuz there were stairs outside of her back kitchen window. She like lived against an alleyway as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> there was there yeah, there was an alleyway, there was a whole bunch of like it, it the layout was definitely like first floor apartment complex, yeah. but the outside Said like, "Oh, welcome to Fright Night." Yeah, Terror House. And, Here yeah, we go. Yeah. Um, and so you see a pair of legs just what kind of walk up to the front, and then we go inside. And there's Alice, and Alice basically is asleep and is having a nightmare, in which we keep flashing back to the first movie and showing everything that I just uh, kind of ran down for the audience here. And then she wakes up, and her mom calls her. Yeah. And what's interesting about this scene is that. Um, speaking from, from a sake of, uh, uh, what's it called? Speaking from a point of just the history of the film. So, uh, the actress who played Alice, okay. She was asked to, uh, return for her role. But apparently during this time after Friday one came out, she was, stalked by an actual stalker somebody who was just obsessed with her being in that movie and uh so she wanted very little to do with acting because of that after that but she was still like hey i am very much like i i'm I'm appreciative of what this film has done for me so like any participation that you want me to be in i will be in right and they were like oh okay no problem they wrote the script they didn't tell her that she was gonna die and when she showed up to the set for this night of filming, basically the majority of the film was already done. And she was like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, you're going to die tonight. Like, that's it. So when she's on the phone with her mom, they didn't even write anything there. They didn't hand her a script. They were like, just improv you talking to her, your mom. Oh, great relationship with her mom she has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, mom, just like, leave me alone. I just like. I just got finished cutting somebody's head off. If you could just let me just kind of rest in peace and just do my thing. This is how I cope. (laughs) Yeah, by drawing David Bowie drawings in the kitchen. Yeah, I know. I said it wrong. I don't Mm -hmm. care. Okay. Okay? It's going to happen every single time. You can correct me. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I was just trying to think of a David Bowie joke. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, okay. Moving on. Calling lifeguard Tom. <laughs> Moving on. Anyway. Because uh, <laughs> he's a buoy. Yeah. No, I get it. Go ahead. Make fun. 
She gets stabbed in the head with an ice pick. <laughs> that, well, like, that's how we move her. on. Yeah. Well, she finds she finds a head in the fridge, which right. Yeah, so, she gets priest. <laughs> we don't you, even know whose head when, it is. No, when you go to town, you know, when you go for a night in the town, you bring your mother's head. Oh, oh, it's it's mother's head. It's definitely okay. mother's head. Yeah, yeah. Right, but that doesn't make any sense. Got to keep it refrigerated. Got to keep it fresh. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is only like for it only being two months later. Yeah, I guess he's like, well, I got to keep it on ice for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, you don't want it to get rancid. No, you don't. And uh, she gets there anyway. Yeah. So Jason comes from behind and just ice picks her right to the, to the temple. And then the movie decides that the credit sequence is just going to blow up. <laughs> it's just like badass. Well, because the first the first intro is it's just Friday the Thirteenth, and it like keeps coming towards the camera until it breaks through a pane of glass, right? And you're like, yeah. oh shit! This one was like, well, I can't have it break through glass again. What can we do? Fuck it, explode! <laughs> it's just badass. Just sweetest thing it could have done. <laughs> right? It explodes, and a part two is like, hey, part two, <laughs> and then um. Yeah, the movie continues. So, anybody want to take it? I feel like I'm talking too much here. Um, so, after that, we get the shot of a boy and a girl driving in a truck down some country roads. Right. Right? Yeah. They decide to pull off off to a store, just kind of pull off to the side, and they're like, well, there's a phone booth across the street behind us. Let's go up to that. And they dial someone, and they're getting directions. And as this is happening, it's the stupidest gimmick of someone trying to, like, tow their car. And they're, like, so oblivious, even though they're in a glass box. They keep looking they at the car, it. too. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, is he done yet? We have to keep this conversation going till he steals our car. Hurry uh, <laughs> up, actor. Like, we've got keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to improv, and he hasn't hooked up the car yet. And then Meanwhile, also, Crazy Ralph yeah. shows up. Right. Get introduced to Crazy Ralph again. Uh, reintroduced, yeah, because right, Crazy Ralph's uh, the man from the first movie that also happened to warn uh, the first girl in town. He was and like, he was found in a pantry. Doomed. Yes, alive. Yes, and then in this movie, he's found in a pantry, <laughs> dead. Yeah, <laughs> parallel, full circle. Oh right? wow, yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you're, you know, Crazy Ralph. <laughs> yeah, right? Crazy Ralph. Uh, you're just in pantries. <laughs> There's not enough green beans in here. Who and... stocked this can? <laughs> so the tow truck pulls away with their truck, <laughs> and in the like, they're chasing after it, and he's like yelling at the guy, like "That's my truck!" And the guy's like, "Don't fucking look! Don't look! Don't fuck! Oh god, don't look! I haven't had a towing in so long. I'm trying to make some money here." And then pulls around a it's corner. He's in a city or a town <laughs> with two other cars. And yeah. he's the third. Yeah. What is he going to tow? It's in backwoods, New Jersey, which, Ooh. I mean, that can't, like, city New Jersey's not good. So, backwoods, New Jersey no, no, can't be good. Um, backwoods, more like backwards. Yeah. No, yeah, they say water there. They say what? Water? 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 What are you doing? No, water instead of water. Oh. Never met a person from Jersey? No, I try to avoid them. Sorry, Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, because they, they'll they stupidly don't even go to a camp water. and get themselves yeah. killed. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, you remember that camp a couple years back? 
let's go next door. That's probably why you drowned <laughs> in the lake, though. They're like, he's in the water, and they're like, the what? The water? What are you? What are you? What are you talking about? What are you? <laughs> they're just making the jokes Canadians at each other, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, the Canadians. <laughs> they're like, I don't know. I already forget. No, that's the other movie from '81. That's my yeah. bloody Valentine. <laughs> um. It turns out it's all a gag that their skinny, obnoxious friend plays on them. And unfortunately, skinny, obnoxious friend survives the entire film because he went to the bar. Right. And then he never got home from the bar. Right, because certain rules of the horror universe do not apply in this film. Like drinking. If you drink... You might live, actually. I could have survived this one, yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would have been like, I'm not not going to the bar. No, you wouldn't have survived (laughs) because they don't probably serve wine at that bar. They serve hard liquor, I'm sure. I did see a bottle of Jack. See? There you go. Could have drank something. (laughs) You're right. But it looked like mainly Heineken's. Well, that's because he was collecting them, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I don't don't understand that. So, yeah, then they all team up and they drive to the camp counselor training center. Oh, they're driving to it. Then they see a branch in the yard or in the in the street. And they're like, what's that? (laughs) It's very clearly a chopped down tree. And then somebody's just like, looks like a branch. (laughs) And then, of course, the girl walks away and she's like, hey, what's this sign? It's like, it says Camp Crystal Lake. Oh. Crystal Lake? <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, okay. It sounded like Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. <laughs> I am Crystal Lake. I, I like Here Crystal Lake. all your fantasies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she sees the sign, and uh, of course, uh, Goofy Guy is like, uh, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. Not until after lunch, at least. And you're like, what? Just talking about it makes people be like, Oh God! I'm... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't had lunch. Yeah, right. yeah some kids died. <laughs> right? Oh my God! I always vomit on an empty stomach. And... It's all acid, and you still feel it like three hours later. Like... Right? <laughs> oh, gross. What people died five years ago? <laughs> 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 Maybe we're just so desensitized by a current media that we're like, oh, okay, they're just dead. Right. Oh, they got an arrow to the throat? That's polite. Right. <laughs> oh, that's Worst good. ways to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, wasn't sliced apart by barbed wire. So, apparently, in the worst place possible to have a camp counselor training center, which... I don't know about you, but Camp Counselor Training Center isn't a thing. Oh. That's... You just train at the camp. Yeah. <laughs> camp <laughs> Counselor Training Center is called Camp. Yeah. It's, it's also it's very, like, if you Maybe that was just the name that. of the camp. Camp Counselor Training <laughs> Camp. Welcome. Welcome we to Camp you. Counselor Training. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I don't want to go up to Camp Counselor Training this year. Oh. Now, come on. What a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. The, well, the thing is, like, this movie doesn't, like, it just kind of goes. There's nothing where it's like, oh, let's sit in that. They're like, okay. And then they just go on to the next scene. Yeah, and you're it's like, like, all right, on to the next thing. Yep. No, it's not It's not a movie that um that feels like it needs to dwell in anything. Yeah. It, I think a lot of it is just like, we know you know. Yeah. And then like, they just kind of keep walking away. The pacing's decent. Yeah. Honestly. No, yeah. Like, yeah. It does not drag at all. It no. doesn't drag, but it also, like, it doesn't let you absorb. It's just okay. kind of like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the one okay. scene where I think you absorb a lot is the next once they get to the camp. Yeah. That is, like, the most, like, <laughs> full knowledge scene. 
and Paul's giving everyone the the rundown on camp and warning everyone about <laughs> yeah. oh, the bears, bears, <laughs> the <laughs> menstrual bears, the menstruation. Right. Yeah. Gosh. So yeah, Paul, which we'll hear all about Paul a million times in this film because Paul, every... Paul, 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 Paul. There's somebody in this fucking room, Paul. <laughs> Right, the only f bomb dropped in the film. It's it in a horror movie in that moment that feels out of place too. Like I mean, that's that what I would say. One. I'd be like, oh, yeah. there's someone in this fucking room. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it is weirdly out of place. Yeah. In a film where you're like, it's already R and it should be okay. Like because nobody else has said it, even in like jest throughout the whole movie, you're like, whoa, that was a weird f bomb out of nowhere. There's hardly any swearing in this movie to begin with. There's no swearing other than her. I don't think anybody even says shit. Yeah, I was going to say. They don't have time to say it before they die. I, I mean, but they have they have a lot to say. Oh. <laughs> so Paul is giving everybody the rundown. He's like, look, here's the deal. Like, you 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 know, you don't wear perfume. Twelve camp counselors were killed last year. No, he one doesn't with an say that. The That's neck, in the campfire. The, no, that was a joke. Oh, the rundown. <laughs> the rundown. Oh, you son of a bitch. Um, so, but he really harps hard on the like bears and the female anatomy. He's just yeah, he's, sexist. Yeah. He's just like you women. Welcome to camp, ladies. Your vaginas are gross. Put them away for the next couple months. Thanks, women. So, like. <laughs> like I know Camp Crystal Lake is kind of known for being, like, a little bloody. So, like, how about we keep the blood to a yeah. minimum elsewhere, okay? Thanks, and right? Then, like, Be to, sure to douche. To hammer the point home, like, <laughs> then we get, uh, not Alice. What is her name in this one? Jenny. Jenny shows up, and she's late, and she's like, bah, car trouble. I don't know. My like, car was sick. Yeah. My car, my car was, was sick. sick. And I was like, gosh, man. All right. Really just... And it doesn't like me opening its doors. I have to climb out, like yeah. being yeah. a convertible yeah, at all times. Jumps out of everything. Right? So she shows up, and she clearly has a relationship with Paul, like Paul's prior peeved. to this film, right? What? Paul's peeved. Hell, he's pissed. Paul's he's particularly like, peeved about her presence. Uh huh. <laughs> that was uh-huh. alliteration. I know. Yeah. I love alliteration. Sorry. <laughs> so, um. Paul's like, what the fuck? Like, you're supposed to be my right-hand gal in this situation. Like, you can't just show up whenever you want. And she's like, come on, I'll never do it again, blah, blah, blah. And the thing that's weird about Ginny to me as a character is that... She lost her eyebrows? (laughs) (laughs) So it was weird to me about her. She didn't even... Yeah, they were badly burned off in a prior accident that we never saw. It's like she was her deep backstory. She was starting a grill. It was a gas grill. And then she was like, I swear the gas is on. And it was like, click, click. Okay. She's like, oh. So, oh, God, I'm late for camp. Ginny <laughs> came here. played by Amy Steele, which I used to love Amy Steele as a kid. Like, I liked her in this. We've already uh, seen her in April Fool's Day. Um but she was also in. Uh, anybody remember that Howie Mandel movie, Walk Like a Man? No. Whoa. So Howie Mandel uh, basically is like a, a, a in the film. In is the be- Howie Mandel the one that had the briefcase game show? Yeah, yeah, yes. and okay. is like the germaphobe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. So back in the eighties, he used to have hair, curly hair, and huh. he was very huh. wa- Robin Williams ish, uh, right? And he had this film in which uh, the child version of his character. 
Uh, and it's Christopher Lloyd's in this too. It's actually a really funny movie, but the child version of the character uh, gets lost in the woods and it gets raised by a pack of uh, wolves like uh, Mowgli would in Jungle Book. But then when – and his brother is Christopher Lloyd. When like his mother or something dies and the will has to be – the fortune's left to the long lost son, which is Howie Mandel, right? Who is acting like an actual dog in this whole movie. And they have to hire Amy Steele as a behavior psychologist to try to get him to at least be able to read and write enough to sign his name and sign the will away. Like that's the whole movie, right? But it's like genuinely like just weird and funny. And the point I'm bringing up with Amy Steele is that like she kind of is playing partially the same kind of like behavioral psychology. Like it seems like she has some sort of like psychology thing because she keeps bringing up little hints, right? She brings it up in the bar about Jason's behavior. She then psychologically somehow knows how to control Jason by the end of the film. And then also she's she also makes a joke to Paul about being like, ah, I know how to make you my bitch, <laughs> right? Because like in the middle of this conversation that Paul's having, her, she's basically interrupting the meeting by continually trying to start her car back up. And then like Paul goes and it stops the meeting. I don't know what happens, right? No, yeah, he like just... he doesn't say meeting confirmed. He makes a menstruation joke confirmed. and then yeah, I mean you know dismissed. Uh, we will have this meeting. We're already in. <laughs> yeah, they, it's weird. He like he says excuse me to the group, brings her inside, scolds her. They both come back outside. He tells her to pack her bags up while he finishes the meeting. Go put your car in the lot that we've yeah. never seen at all. Yeah, because then for the rest of the movie, every time you see a car, it's literally just parked randomly on that road. On that road, right, yeah, right in no the dirt. Lot. There's no lot. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the he gets behind the car and it takes a big old shit in his face. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dirty farts right in his She's mouth. Like, she just starts it and it's like <laughs> yeah. right? Right and, in his um, mouth. And then she kind of admits that she was doing that on purpose? Oh, well, she knows he's into scat, so. Yeah. I'm the scat man. <laughs> yeah. And then the movie kind of just keeps going. Keeps like, chugging along. I, well, it's like, I feel like we're already like halfway through the movie, but there's like still hasn't even been death. Because because we're going to get to a point where just like a lot of the horror like slashers that we do, it's just going to be kill and then another kill and yeah. then another kill. So this is all our establishing stuff. And this is where it gets weird and yeah. and dumb sometimes. Well, we also yeah. in this moment we also get established to muffin the dog. We kind of get like little random things of crop top holding the dogs. We're like, oh, there's a dog, and then we get sure, you know, creepy crop Ralph. Yeah, he's walking around and shit. And then we also get to know um, a few of the camp counselors, but not all of them. Ralph always the leaves black one and the a Asian fedora shadow, so we know yeah. it's Ralph. Yeah, versus Jason. And then so uh, so now we have the campfire scene. Right, yes. and Paul decides to uh, tell the story of Camp Crystal Lake. The story of Camp Crystal Lake, <laughs> long, long ago in the lake house next door. I, <laughs> um, now he just goes. New trip away. <laughs> there was once lived a mongoloid child. You and can't say that. <laughs> I can say mon- <laughs> no. It's a bad word. <laughs> um. Yes, so basically he tells the whole story that I told about the the first yeah. camp, 
And that was five years ago. So in the Friday the 13th timeline, which we're going to establish now because as we do these films, it's going to get weird and confusing. So Friday the 13th 1 actually takes place for the most part in 1979. Right, came out in 1980 as a movie, but it's supposed to take place in 79. This film is supposed to be five years later, which in the timeline this is considered 1984. Okay, that this comes out. How old was so, Jason when he drowned? Could not tell you. It's not actually eight, confirmed. Nine, ten, uh, somewhere, probably somewhere between like eight and ten. So yeah. he would be like 35. Yeah, which this movie. which would put him, I guess. At, I mean, his at a solid his age doesn't matter as much as no, but it's still it's just like God, get over it. <laughs> you did nothing for twenty years, and, and then saw like, his mom get killed. To. Basically, yeah. Well, why didn't he speak up and go, "Mom, I'm okay"? Because he can't. Over here. He can't speak. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Like yeah, he, has he tried to arms. when he dialed that phone in yeah. the beginning of the movie. <laughs> she was like, "Hello." He's like, "I can't talk." Yeah. <laughs> Too nervous. No. <laughs> she, she won't like me anymore. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> and just <laughs> hug up the phone. Me. Oh, me, me. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, so we get our timeline. So this one it's is 1984. And then uh, fun fact is that part three and part four are all supposed to be the same weekend. Really fun, though. It is fun. It's I think fun. it's very it interesting neat. that like it's a neat way to do a movie. Yeah, he's just straight up on like a rampage. Yeah, yeah. and a rampage that like as the movies progress, you would think that like by Sunday, which is part four, they'd be like, "Yo, we're just kind of shutting down the lake because like uh, by the end of this film, authorities are on the scene and they're like, yeah. here's a mass murder.' I'd be like, "We're shutting down the lake because there's a murderer still." Yeah, but no, like, um. I would assume too, because I guess they kind of overlap. Because part three starts with them like packing those group of kids, packing and getting ready to go. So I would assume that like maybe day one is happening in conjunction, like their day one, and it kind of overlaps. Yeah. But eventually, you would think a police officer would be like, "Yo, shit just went down over here on the 13th. Maybe on like the other side of the lake is a different county, and they're like, "No, we don't share our police records <laughs> with you. Right. It's not okay." <laughs> Um, your Camp Blood. This is Crystal Lake over also, here. Also, Camp a, Crip on this is side. It Crip? <laughs> <laughs> is it legitimately called Camp Blood? That's no, the that's nickname the nickname for it. That okay, Haddonfield uses. I mean, okay. not Haddonfield. That's Halloween. I know. Sorry. I was like, wait, Haddonfield is like the psychiatrist dude, right? Yeah, <laughs> the psychiatrist dude. I don't know. Um, I don't pay attention to these movies just because it pisses Jonathan off. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Where were all the creepy masks that take over all the kids in this movie? I I don't you even. You know. You know better. Don't. Don't. Do not. Don't speak ill of that film. Don't do not. Yeah. yeah, Because you know. You know exactly what you're doing. Oh, so it's the third one. Huh? In Halloween. Why would they have a Friday the 13th take place on Halloween? It doesn't work. He's just being an asshole now. Like, just being an asshole now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so the they, third one, he does get a mask. So you're yeah. you're almost correct. Yeah, he's kind of instead of this when he does his murdering at the hockey camp. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hockey hockey training center. Um, yeah, that would have been a better story than what I'm sure the third one is. 
Just because it would have given his mask backstory. So, fun <laughs> fact also is, uh, to, to add to that, is that they kind of wanted, just like John Carpenter did, they wanted Friday, like, well, Cunningham, Sean Cunningham, the original director of part one, wanted Friday the 13th to be an anthology series, just like John Carpenter wanted Halloween to be an anthology oh. series. Right? And, um, Paramount was basically like, no, fuck you. We know who, like, where the money is. Yeah. You know? And he was like, all right, well, having Jason come back when we know that the mother killed him because he was dead at the bottom of the lake makes no fucking sense. So I'm out. And Tom Savini, like, classic uh, makeup effects person, uh, was like, I'm out too because this makes no sense. And so did, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, the Pamela. Uh, no, you asked. Oh, Betsy Palmer. <laughs> Betsy, yes, Betsy Palmer, um, was like, I'm out too. But then forgot that she actually filmed the flashback scenes yeah. in this. But uh, the the what's interesting is that they still in part three had no idea like what his look would be. They went into production being like, I don't know, and literally some prop guy or something just showed up with a hockey mask. Right. And they were like, well, we have what his under the mask looks like deformity wise, but we still don't have something for him to wear. And um, the pillowcase thing is stupid. So what are we going to do? And they were like, just throw this on him. And it stuck. And then they were going to change the mask once again, but saw Halloween mask sales that year. Oh, yeah. And was like, this is this is it. What movie is that? What? Halloween mask sales. Oh, that's the second Halloween. The third Halloween. I'm going to kill him. Oh, right. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> um, another fun piece of trivia, okay, is the I fact- I own a gun, and I'm angry right now. <laughs> no, is that Sean Cunningham has directly admitted, and uh, other people can quote him as well, as saying, like, the reason why he made the original Friday the 13th is, quote, like, let's go rip, rip off Halloween. Oh, Right. Okay. Well, Which so what's funny about cheap. that is that like he made that in 1980, and then in response to that, the makers of original Halloween were like, "We need to make Halloween too. We need to cash in on this Friday the 13th <laughs> thing. <Yeah. laughs> Let's go rip off Friday the 13th." Which is kind of what happened because like Halloween two ups the gore, ups yeah. the ante, like brings back the original survivor, like all the kind of things that. Like, they noticed that were going to happen. So that, plus the fact that Friday the 13th original inspired things such as My Bloody Valentine and all the slashers. So, like, Halloween and my and Friday the 13th, like, basically grew this entire 80s resurgence of horror and became two of the three main slasher icons. They became the 80s universal monsters of it, their time period. Yeah. Like, it's extremely fascinating. So, am I good? Did I cover it all? Yeah. yeah I, I was going to say the, the opening scene of this of this movie when Jason first steps off that curb is very Halloween. It almost feels like you're, you are watching like a shot-for-shot shot remake of Halloween in the Friday the 13th. Oh, sure, because it's like it's it's not exactly POV. Yeah. Right? But you, like, you feel like you're trailing right behind the killer. Yeah. But then the rest of the movie is POV. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Everything else. That, that, that was odd, but also you're right. It does have that feel yeah. of like we're just going to – we're going to kind of stay right behind the killer and see what he sees. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So back to the movie. 
Yeah. Paul decides to give the whole backstory on why, you know, this was five years ago, and um, it's 1984, apparently, um, and he's like, Jason is still out there. And it's all to tell a story that's kind of true. You know, the details are true, but it's just to scare everybody because Goofy Guy comes out of nowhere dressed in a loincloth and a... Uh, I don't know. Goofy kind of mask. monster mask? Yeah. Like, what is it? <laughs> Comes out with a spirit. It's very insensitive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, to like, all New Jerseyans. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. should've... laughs> They're like, you're making fun of my grandma. They don't talk like that at all. I don't know. I've never seen a New Jersey. <laughs> Let alone an hey, old one. Damn, is that like a slur? I've never <laughs> seen a New Jersey. Ooh. I hope so. <laughs> get some angry <laughs> fan Goddamn mail. Damn New Jerseys. <laughs> we don't even get any, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll write all one. fan mail's angry <laughs> fan mail to us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he scares everything, and he's like, "I don't want to hear any more of that shit." Now go to bed, right? Yeah. So as that's happening, we're following Ginny, and Ginny is undressing and she feels somebody's watching her and it's Paul and they make out and, but somebody is watching her because it's crazy, crazy Ralph. Ralph. And he's like, Ooh, oh, hell yeah. Ooh, you're doomed, <laughs> but not tonight. Like he literally is just watching them from a tree. You're doomed. Pulls out a ball of lotion <laughs> behind that tree. <laughs> he meant to say you're domed. Cause he was talking <laughs> to Paul cause he was about to get some mad dome. Yeah. Like, Pretty sure they have sex. Well, no, doesn't she say she's like? Oh, she's on, her on the rag. Yeah, she yeah. actually says that. She yeah. she mentions it. Yeah, because then when they wake up in the morning, he's like, "Beware of bears." Ah! Yeah. <laughs> but crazy Ralph, clean got, that pussy. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good though that crazy Ralph is into um, autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was already masturbating. Then he was getting choked to death <laughs> while masturbating. So it's a dream come true. Yeah. You're- it's a nightmare God. dream come true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No. Yes. So Jason, uh, from behind a tree, takes and puts barbed wire around uh, Crazy Ralph's neck and strangles him uh, against the tree. Yep. End of Crazy Ralph. And so moving on, it's the next morning. <laughs> I do. I do love that. Like, watch out for the bears. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so obsessed with the bears. <laughs> He's really worried. <laughs> right? They can smell your period blood. I've been there. You don't want to go there. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> oh, it's fucking bear season. <laughs> Just They don't like picnic baskets. They like your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what... I don't really recall what happens on the second day besides them going swimming. They the, go swimming. They, they go, go for hiking. a run. The, oh, the running where the wheelchair guy is like, you guys got to run faster. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then everyone's like, you're in a wheelchair. Right, right? He's like ragging on every them. He's like, come on, come on. I can get out and push harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's weird. That's a weird scene. Just them running. I would, I would feel a little more 
guilty about making fun of a handicapped person if he himself wasn't making fun of the handicapable. Well, I or, feel like, like or the capable. I feel like he was only put in a wheelchair just so they could be like, "We need a wheelchair death. <laughs> we need this sick death." Yeah. Some guy came into and the room actually, was like, "I got, I got this." I storyboarded <laughs> it all night. Guys, guys, check it out. Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Strap him to a guy. Uh, no, that, we don't <laughs> strap. Uh, okay, well, what if he was like sitting in a chair that had wheels? This is new. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's new. It's inventive. All right, remember like in The Exorcist where that guy just like fucking fell down all those stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we showed a guy roll down those stairs? Okay. <laughs> and then like what if we cut away from it before it was like over with like a flash of white light because <laughs> that's what happens that's the other thing like sometimes in this movie they don't know how to transition to a different scene so it just gets bright white and it then it zooms goes in super scene. quick and gets bright white and it's then like, it's like oh we're done uh, or they do some like weird wipes there's oh, yeah. tons of weird wipe transitions right? like a Star Wars, like Star Wars movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, Jeez. yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's, it is one of my f- most favorite kills in the entire franchise, the wheelchair death. Oh, cause it's, it's iconic. It's, it's well, ridiculous. Let's... It's just like, let's throw the body down the so, stairs. So they go on their jog and then they're like, Ooh, let's all like relax on the beach and get some water and stuff. Sure. But right? then Newsy and yeah. curly haired girl. <laughs> Newsy and underage. Yeah. Yes, Newsy and oh, questionably aged No, girl. she actually is. Oh, she, she is. really yeah, had and... a full nude scene and then realized she was underage. Ooh. Right? It, it's basically just a parallel of that 70s show. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> with even, with yeah. nudity. Um, Ouch. Right? Because yeah. you, you know Ashton Kutcher was hitting that too back in the day. <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> so yeah, no, there was a full on sex scene that they filmed and then they were and then they found out that this actress was underage and they were like, Yeah, so uh no sex scene, I guess. <laughs> God, and they were like hyping it up that right? whole time. Guys, no sex scene. Oh man, that was the best. But right? yeah, they're gonna There's yeah. an editor somewhere that feels guilty He's for like, jacking off to the dailies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's what? Oh, I well. was right. gonna come to it. Oh man. Uh, Oh God! Oh shit! Well, now I'll just feel bad. Yeah. God, my poor daughter. Hey, Jerry. Yeah. Did you come yet? No. Good. Good. Don't. <laughs> Don't. That's what makes it illegal. Yeah. Why is there a different man butt? And he's like, what? You're... Why'd you bring up the man butt? He's like, no I... reason. Do you have any dailies of the guy in the wheelchair? <laughs> he is gay. Yes, he is. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, being in a gay wheelchair. Yeah, so the two, this the couple, the couple that was introduced, they got their, um, you know, car stolen. Oh, there's a throwaway toad. scene where they can't find the dog. Yeah, no one can find the dog for some reason. Right, because you always bring a dog to summer camp when yeah, you're yeah. training and Little trying dog. to get ready for a job. The summer camp that was overnight that I've worked at a few times, they were like, you can bring a pet, but like it might as well be a fish that you can just throw into the ocean once it's dead. <laughs> like what? They're like, they're gonna mean? kill no your pet point. in the night. <laughs> <laughs> no, like if mean? your pet dies, like they were like, if you try to bring a pet, fine, but like it might as well be something you don't actually have to take care of. Oh, right? so it might as well be a cat. No, like it, it needs to be a hermit crab or less. <laughs> <laughs> or less. <laughs> Fucking hermit. They were crabs. like, you want a pet rock? Those are great. <laughs> Chuck that in the water, right? <laughs> No, we actually weren't allowed to throw rocks in the water because it upset the marine life. What's... Right. It was a really big conservation. Like Jason. Conservation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hit him in the head. Hey! 
Uh, <laughs> Stop throwing rocks! I went off the charts. <laughs> so, yes, our lovely, newsy, curly-haired couple, they go hiking in the woods because they're trying to walk over to Camp Crystal Lake. Camp yeah. Blood Death, I don't remember. Camp Blood. Yeah. And they go oh. through a, a fence that clearly says no trespassing. Right. And they're like, but it says oh, no sh- trespassing on the other yeah, side. Yeah, on the other side of the fence. <laughs> so it's like, like, yeah, don't come into the camp tra- counselor yeah. training center. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jason. That was he's yeah. like I, I can't read, <laughs> and she's like, "Ooh, should we? I really want to." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought they were just looking for a place to like boner town. Well, I think they that's were. An, uh, like that kind of a couple walking off to the woods. Yeah. Any other time going forward in this franchise, it is that. But also during summer camp is my favorite thing to be like, "Uh oh, a couple's walking off in the woods and be like, you guys need company? I'll go for a hike right now." Well, Maybe this. Like, Sure, Jarrett. Normally. Come on. <laughs> so mad at me. Normally in this franchise, because it happens with the first kill in the first movie, like, there's usually a couple that is giving the most obvious fuck me eyes to, like, the whole group. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, basically, if anybody else in the group, I, I feel like they'd all just stand up together <laughs> and just walk out. For because, a cocky scene. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whoa. That's where the series really took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sixth movie the Bukaki scene yeah 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 that's Nightmare on um, no I mean that's that's Friday the 13th uh, XXX, XXX yeah. that's yeah. Friday 1330 and <laughs> so they're trucking along in the woods and they find uh, just what you thought it was safe to fuck dog. in the woods literally the like, same dog yeah no it, it definitely is the same dog <laughs> I think they felt remorse for being like oh that dog was cute we, right. we killed it whoops I feel like they killed an actual dog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then bought the actress a new dog with a bow on it uh, its oops. name is still Muffin yeah <laughs> Muffin 2 yeah Muffin 2 electric boogaloo <laughs> <laughs> every time um, so <laughs> yes and then a police officer which you think is Jason following them, steps out from the shadows and is like, what are you kids doing here? And then brings them back to, to the camp training center and then is like super pissed off. at. Like, Here's another thing is like this police officer doesn't get enough screen time for him to matter. Yeah. Like so basically gets one scene where he's like, aren't well, you going to reprimand them? Yeah. No, you're right. It's Because Ralph matters more to me because he's from the first movie. Yeah. Right? But he also doesn't warn people at the camp. And like in the first movie, he shows up at the camp in that pantry being like, ah, uh, you guys, uh, you know, you got like three hours, then you're fucking doomed. Do you think Ralph you know? is Jason's dad? Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then the police officer's leaving the camp and he's driving down the road and he sees someone like run into the woods and he's like, kids, ah! And he immediately just throws his car into park and then runs in the woods. Yeah. Why did no one see that police car on the road as they were going into town? Ooh. Uh, right? It's only ignorant town. Yeah. They got one police Maybe officer. Maybe Jason really, really is good with cars. Well, I mean, okay, so... He doesn't have his license, though. You know, jumping forward for a second, like, at the end scene... There's a bunch of bodies piled up around his mother's head. Yeah. One of them being Alice from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and right? she's badly decomposed, yes. right? Yeah. Because it's five years. Yeah. <laughs> it's real bad there. She's jerky. Yeah. <laughs> At that point. Uh, delicious. Yeah. And, but. I'd try it. So I would have he, he's very Ugh. good at. <laughs> 
just like his mother, he's very good at staging bodies and getting rid of evidence when it's yeah. not it's not time to to reveal the surprise. Yeah, yet. he's yeah. good at surprises. He'd be great at a haunted house, <laughs> right? So good. So I would assume he's like, let I me get rid of this car. I think he's been used a few times in a haunted right. house. <laughs> no, I mean he could set up a haunted house himself. He's got a good scare. Oh my god, Jenny's totally using a chainsaw in the. At like the beginning of the movie, Correct. and that never comes back. Yes, it does. Does oh, it? Yeah, at the yeah, end. yeah, yeah, yeah. What part at the she, end? She like scares him. He's like, oh no! Oh my, yeah, my weakness. It doesn't yeah. actually get yeah, used because right? yeah. he never uses. Like, yeah. fun fact: Jason Voorhees never uses an actual chainsaw in any Friday the Thirteenth movie. The closest he ever gets is this kind of like weed whacker thing in part seven. Yeah, yeah, right? which is like a weird weed whacker. And he's killing Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. Um, Right? That's how Bernie died, you know? <laughs> and then got placed in the chair, and they walked him around. Sunglasses <laughs> are magical. <laughs> so, yes, the cop runs into his hut, his shack. Finds um, a toilet. Yeah. Yep. Finds a toilet. He's got plumbing. This in, is in Jason's his shack. home. Yeah, in yeah. Jason's home. Uh, Jason has built, like, a makeshift shack in the middle of the woods, which I'm like, well, Crystal Lake's abandoned. Why aren't you just living in the cabins there? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're well better. They're better back. built. Right? <laughs> no, they get back to the camp and like, how there. come all of these cabins are missing one wall? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> did someone build a different cabin out of all these other cabins? <laughs> like, yep, sure man. enough, he did. The cop's snooping around, just looking around inside the thing. And he's being followed. Just looking yeah. fat. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> out of breath from all the running that he's been doing through the woods. Right. Even and... though Jason's clearly like five feet in front of him the whole time, yeah, yeah. Um, just walking as if if only he had you know like a gun or something yeah. to, to <laughs> yeah. shoot at the the perp. <laughs> well, that's another thing. He kind of goes into this shack. Like anybody who lives in this town has to at least know this lore legend, right? Yeah. So if you stumble across a shack in the woods, you might kind of be like, mm, "I'm gonna go in with." gun in hand at least like i don't know also it's a town of like 50 at most like, yeah you're gonna know if someone's living in a shack unless in the it's woods? like yeah maybe i don't know oh it's like, backwards but the the town the town itself is very superstitious of being like the place is cursed yeah right so like i mean i could lose a cabin in my backwoods <laughs> But it's not a cabin. It's not even a cabin. It's it just... is sizable. It is. It's, it's oh, it's big. spacious. Yeah. That's, it's spacious. It's, but it's, roomy. Sure. it's roomy. That's more than 400 square feet. And it's got a half bath. So <laughs> it's pretty good. Go it's for like good 1,300 here in yeah. California. It, it, it's, got a, it's got a lazy Susan with a head on it. <laughs> like it's, yeah, and it's back patio area. I get it's... it. Um, Give that a spin. But yeah, so uh, while the the... Police officer, does he stumble upon the head? I don't Is think that what Jason set at? anything up yet. Because he's, oh, he might have. Well, it looked like he opened a door to outside and was like, my God. Right. So and I think then he got found a claw the head. Yeah, I think, he found, I yeah. think he found the bodies. Right. And he was like, oh. And then well, at that point, it's another disembodied arm because this movie's full of just arms. It's like Thing from Adam's family was just walking mm-hmm. around killing people. Yeah. And, uh, this disembodied arm just raises a hammer and takes it to the back of the skull of the police officer. So Which now, pretty gruesome too, because he hits him with the claw portion of that hammer. Hey, yep. You got to claw your way to the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so after this, uh, basically, 
half this is where half of the people split up for the night. Yeah. The night night has come and uh Paul is like, hey, training starts tomorrow, so anybody who wants the last night on the town wants to go drinking, let's go, folks, right? Um, they take uh, they take the guy's truck, <laughs> which I was like, yeah. what about all your other cars? Like, He's like, you better not hurt my truck. Your car's with a good amount of seats and seat belts. Right. Yeah, By the way, it's about to bed. rain, so everyone has to sit in the bed of the truck while it's raining. Right. <laughs> you jerks. So, yeah, so basically... The people who stay is anybody who's been pre-established. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't been pre-established, uh, other than our two main heroes and our jokey guy, yeah. you're going to stay. It's like the token go. Asian girl, the token black guy. They all go into town. Yeah, For once, they survive. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah the, I was thinking about that, too. Just yeah. all these people that sh- they showed in the training thing just all survived because they went to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Even nerd guy. Ugh, Even nerd guy. Him. Yep. I think I Good hated him because I saw Weasley. a lot of myself in him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, he's in Oh, he wears glasses. What yeah. an asshole. That oh. bitch. So, he doesn't wear glasses. Huh? No, he's just. No, he I was like, wait. Right? You're like, I just want to be more agreed. stereotypical <laughs> nerd. I was just being mean to Jarrett <laughs> and yourself. <laughs> I like to make fun of my own. Yeah. So they all go to the bar. Meanwhile, um, so uh, basically, we have Sandra and Jeff, who are the couple that mm-hmm. we, you know, the underage girl and uh, the guy uh, from the Warriors. <laughs> and uh, that's Newsy, by the way, as Newsy. you said. And then you have Scott, who is like a black-haired, handsome guy who has been teasing crop top Scott the whole time. so good. Yeah. I kind of was hoping Scott was the gay one, but <laughs> I'll set up for the guy with the wheelchair. Right. So um, you have Terry, who is crop top, right? Poopy um, pants. And oh no, she's no, not. She's poopy not pants. poopy pants. Yeah. No, 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 no. That poopy pants is Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. Okay. So Terry is like, I'm gonna go find Muffin, my dog, right? And then immediately is like, Well, I don't see Muffin. Maybe she's in the lake. Time to get naked. Yeah, yeah butt naked in the lake. Strips down. Right? Hey, is anybody a fan of Bush? <laughs> I know the bears like it. Uh, and uh, just goes for a swim in the lake while she's. In the lake, then um, disembodied uh, hand. Scott, yeah, disembodied hand grabs her clothes. Yeah, and it turns out to be Scott, and he's playing a prank. He's like, "You want your clothes? Come get them!" Because he's never <laughs> seen a naked woman, so he's kind of panicking. Yeah, and he just drops all her clothes and runs away. I didn't think it would work out this <laughs> well. Uh, I've been hard for two days. <laughs> right. He takes everything but her shirt because she just has a towel when That's he runs right. away. Oh, yeah. yeah, because she, like many girls in many horror movies, puts on her clothes uh, soaking wet. Yes, yeah. completely <laughs> wet. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't dry off at well, all. Because that's what the audience wants: glistening <laughs> bodies that then get clothed for no reason. Yeah. So sometimes you got to put your clothes back on real fast because you got to make it all the way up to arts and crafts. But for some reason, arts and crafts is a closed-toed shoe area, so you have to go back to your cabin to put on your shoes, even though you're just at the beach wearing flip-flops. God, you got to run. You don't have time to dry off. It's a real camp counselor. I was going to say this is camp counselor insights with Jared. I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> I've oh, never been to more than half of what he said it sounded like a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, <it did. laughs> um, yes, so our lovely handsome man, he's like, yeah, it was crazy. I saw your boobs and stuff. And then he steps into a rope trap that Jason sets off himself, I guess. 
I don't know it because it's just a lasso yeah. that that just like loops around him and takes him up to the tree. <laughs> it's magic, and they immediately are like fucking Paul and his goddamn survival instincts. I'm like, I don't think Paul's just setting traps for people. Setting bear traps, yeah. dude. <laughs> I'm gonna see one this week, and goddamn it, goddamn it, this bear is not gonna get a girl of mine. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't set these traps, he's going to eat Ginny alive. She's on right? her period. He's going to get her before I do. <laughs> um. So now she, now Terry is like, I'm going to cut you down. So she goes away. And Jason, while Terry's away, is like, I'm also going to cut you down. Like Ben slashes him in the throat with the Backside of a machete? Backside of the he machete. He hits a lot of people with the backside of the machete, which <laughs> yeah. I didn't know machetes were two sided. Well, I didn't either. But uh, then Terry comes back and tries to cut him down and spins his body around, sees that he's dead, and then she gets killed kind of off screen. Like yeah. she just screams like in front of the camera. She turns around and goes, ah! Yeah. yeah. And the transition jumps over to a band. At the bar, and they're That's having a right. whole another conversation about Jason, and what if he is real? And and Jenny's like genuinely interested in the lore of Jason, while the other two are like, "That's bullshit." The bartender lady's like, "You want me to remove all uh, your pile of beer bottles in front of you?" And he's <laughs> yeah. like, "No, I've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm collecting." He's had like ten beers at yeah. this point. It's insane. Yeah, that. Is probably going to be some really bad beer shits in the morning, <laughs> right? Honestly, like it's um, going to come out like hot lava. So <laughs> everyone's like, okay. All right. So uh, yeah, b- back over to um, basically Base Mark and Vicky have mm-hmm. been flirting, right? And the joke that I kept thinking about the whole time that then came to fruition within her own lines was. Yeah. Is everything else working down there, Mr. Wheelchair Man? Does your dick work? Yeah, basically. (laughs) basically what she asks. Right? And... Hey, boy, what'd that dick do? (laughs) Yeah. Which, my favorite thing was where they go, your cabin or mine. (laughs) And then it's like, well, which one is ADA accessible? (laughs) Um, Let me go drop the ramp in my ADA (laughs) van and we'll go somewhere private. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. So let me get the camp bus. The Vicky, short one. <laughs> the short one. <laughs> so Vicky is like, I'm gonna go get changed. And Mark's like, hurry you know, hurry back. Meanwhile, uh Sandra and Jeff I thought you were gonna say, meanwhile, someone shit her underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get to that. Sandra and Jeff have gone upstairs to start having sex. Um, as this is happening, now Mark is waiting for Vicky. A storm has begun. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just a random storm has overlaid over the, uh, the film cell. And, and then as Mark is waiting, a machete comes from the wrong side, in my opinion, of the frame. Yeah. Right? So, okay. It's this shot that makes you seem like the killer's POV is behind Mark, right? He's sitting in his wheelchair out on the patio, and the camera just keeps getting closer and closer to the back of his head. But then a machete comes from the front right side of the frame. Yeah, and also you don't see anything behind him when he's sitting there. No. (laughs) Maybe he just, like, 
Jazz stepped around him like, do, 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 do. He can't out. step. Oh, no. oh, Jason. Oh, yeah, Jason. God damn you, insensitive bastard. He can't step. <laughs> I'm a bully. I was like, is that why Jason drowned? He doesn't have legs? And I was like, oh, wait. It's a new portion of the war. Yeah. yeah. I don't like other deformed people. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, but no, it's weird because it does come out of, like, yeah, it, <laughs> as if, like, he stretched Armstrong did yeah. around. Swung it around this, right? Like, it actually boomerang was a arm. Boomerang, yeah. yeah. Because there's no way Mark would not have saw him yeah. if, like, from where the standpoint is, like, of where that machete would have swung. He definitely would have saw him. It would have been directly to the right. And the only thing directly to the right is tables and chairs. Yeah. And then the actual patio, like, wall. So. It was a chair the whole time. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it killed him. Because it was like, you never sit in me. <laughs> think you can bring your own chair wherever you go? <laughs> you think your legs are cool and decorative? Well, I've got four. Damn. Said the chair. Said the yeah, chair. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, maybe it's not just his legs that don't work. Maybe it's his eyes, too. Okay. I don't I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he gets slammed in the face with the machete and then we get the But that somehow ricochets him around a corner at to the top of the stairs. <laughs> hey, and then momentum down the stairs. I was like, wow. If you do not put So maybe he did swing like he set, stepped to the side, swung and hit him in the face and then kept, held on to the handle and like directed him down the stairs and then let go. Maybe he like, pushed him and we just didn't see the push. Yeah, cuz you can see actually the staircase that's behind him mm-hmm. and it's actually just two steps up onto the deck. Right, and then he yeah. gets slammed in the face, and he rolls backwards, <laughs> and then there's a new staircase behind yeah. him. It's the best. It's just like, wait, 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 and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, 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 god. <laughs> <laughs> but then you really want see somewhere there is there is the actual footage. Like you know, they filmed it go all the way down those stairs. Like you know, it yeah, happened. It doesn't even right? get like a crash landing. No, or it stops like... at that plateau. Yeah, it's just like eh, you guys get the idea, right? <laughs> so, like in my, I, I, I can only imagine that like the dummy in the wheelchair like fell out, like Nordberg <laughs> yeah. in like in uh, Naked Gun One when OJ like goes down the stairs in his wheelchair and flips. Yeah, I can only imagine that's what happened. They were like, oh, now it's looking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because, yeah, they just zoom in, white flash transition over back to the bar. Now, Ginny and Paul are like, "Mm, I'm tired. Let's go home. You guys are good, right? And they leave, right? And so they're on their way home. Meanwhile, Jason is like, I'm going to go upstairs and see what's happening with the two people that are fucking Right? There was one peephole. In, yeah. In his, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because Jason does have two eyes. One might be lower than the other, but he does have two eyes. But he the, 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 the people who made this costume were like, the only way that will differentiate between this and the town that dreaded sundown is one eye versus two <laughs> <laughs> out of the burlap sack, which apparently – they say it's not a burlap sack. It actually is a pillowcase. Yeah, because yeah. it's thinner. Right. Um, it's He's a pillowcase be because they said um, he would be self-conscious about his look and would grab the first thing he possibly could to cover his face up. Sackhead Jason used to scare the living shit out of me when really? I was little. Yeah, I don't know what it was about that sack on his head that scared me so much, but I, <laughs> that's why it's like one of my favorites. But it scared well, me so bad. because he's a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> he's a 
ginger beard. Yeah, that's what scared me about it. <laughs> right? He looked like wrong turn. And <laughs> and um, yeah, this is actually the the predecessor to wrong turn. That's all this is. Yeah. Um. So he goes upstairs and he grabs the spear that uh, Goofy guy was playing with, and. He goes upstairs, and what apparently was supposed to be the kill of the movie, but like we said, they edited out the the they edited out the gore and they edited out the sex in this scene. It really gets left on the cutting room floor. But some VHS copies on the back, when they show stills of it, actually show like spear through two bodies. So oh. like the VHS actually shows something that nobody's ever seen. And uh, I'm going to say it here now, guys. Like, Paramount, get your shit together. Release an unrated version of this. Like, because I know there's an unrated version of this that could be done. And I know there's definitely part seven with the sleeping bag kill. Oh, yeah. Sleeping bag kill is one of the best kills in the entire thing. He just stuffs a girl in a sleeping bag and slams her against a tree three times. And they cut it down to, like, one slam because they were like, three is just brutal. (laughs) It's excessive. Yeah. So, no, Friday the 13th has iconically been um, victim of the MPAA harder than a lot of other films. Just shit on by the MPAA, yeah. Yeah, mostly because they allowed, like, they allowed part one to slip through the cracks so much that every, like, the public was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you allowed that? You allowed this? Like, they showed, like, the arrow through the neck on Kevin Bacon. They showed the axe to the skull. Like, that's why it's, like... There's so many different versions of it out there, like on like cable television and stuff like that, that would cut so hard. So this is another one where I'm like, let's get that sex scene. Like she's definitely forty now. And- <laughs> God, that's not. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. So. He takes a spear as they're having sex and uh, impales the both of them. Like, great scene, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Just because you're just like, oh, what a way to go, man. Ugh, I wouldn't yeah. want that. Penetration during penetration. Ugh. Yeah. I um, also, I don't want to die while I'm hungry. I don't want to die during, like, a moment when I'm sad or a moment when I'm happy. I just want to, like, go. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. What? Like, I don't want to die during sex. Oh. I also don't want to die when I want to eat food. Like, I want to have a full stomach. Kill me after sex. I'll be like, okay, fine. I probably deserve it after that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I must say, like, this one doesn't have the most inventive kills, but there are some really interesting kills as the series goes forward as well. Um, And I'm really surprised that some of, like, they still haven't killed everybody in the most craziest ways possible like there's two kills i've never seen and i wound up putting them into my own little horror movie is that nobody has ever killed somebody with a uh keg pump like to the skull so i did that yep you gotta see uh dude bro dude bro party massacre three i'm down they did that yeah they fucking stole it from me (laughs) (laughs) when was that made Uh, a few years ago 2013 2012 fuckers stole it from me right don't put your uh ideas on youtube <laughs> yeah because that's where my film is <laughs> but i had that and then i had a girl going down on a guy and the killer came in and pushed her face onto the like erect dick and just impaled her 
You should take an anatomy course. <laughs> <laughs> it was super erect, you know? Rock hard. <laughs> but you it was offensive. Still you know? should have taken an anatomy course. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, that's the. Just, just saying how, like, there's still so many kills yeah. in the world to go. Like, it's so f- interesting to me. So, here we are. Now, the only person left is Vicky, who hasn't been killed. Now, Vicky's been trying to spruce up for wheelchair mark. Um, Gave herself a yeast infection by <laughs> shooting some uh, perfume. 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 Pooch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the bears. Yeah. Well, Mark browns. can't protect me from the bears. <laughs> My perfume can. Um, but also decides to put on shit brown underpants. Yeah. Shiny <laughs> shit brown underpants. Yep. Silky, shiny, shitty underwear. <laughs> like a dog's diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. Ugh, right? Bad color. Really bad like, color. It looks like... Anybody from that time period's like man cave basement, yeah, <laughs> like that kind of like color, being like, here's my uh, wood paneling walls and shit brown curtains. Welcome to the man cave, and <laughs> uh, uh, don't don't sit on that that lazy boy over there. That one's mine. That one. that's the jerk off station. And <laughs> don't sit in that chair either. That that one actually does have shit on it. Sorry, yeah. just didn't clean it. Welcome to the man cave, and um. Yeah, she goes snooping around, yep. poking her head where she shouldn't. Mark is missing, uh, so she goes upstairs to see if uh, Jeff and Sandra are done fucking, and uh, stumbles into the room, and she, I guess, thinks that they're asleep because she does see Sandra's head in the bed. In the bed, yeah. uh, you know, the covers are up, but uh, instead, next to her is Jason. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Hey, what up?" And this is where we get a POV of Jason with a stubby thumb, like mm-hmm. like the actor like had a blood blister underneath his nail. Yeah, oh, yeah. and uh, she stumbles upon Jeff, who is arrowed to the wall. And I'm like, where'd these arrows come from? And she was taking too long, spritzing her bush. Yeah, she could have saved them. Yeah, probably. She probably would have walked right in on the entire situation, and. Uh, so, yeah, I guess she gets killed off screen. And so Jenny and Paul come back. And uh, they go looking around and immediately go upstairs to Jeff and uh, Sandra's bedroom, like where everybody's been killed, I guess. And there's blood in the bed. And I thought he was going to have a freak out. I thought he was just going to be like, put this place on lockdown, fucking bears. And nothing. We're going to get bears after someone had that <laughs> yeah. bad period right? in the This bed. is how you get bears. I've said it before. God damn it. This is how you get bears. God, I knew she was like young, <laughs> younger than the rest of us, but that's pretty late to get her first period. <laughs> Someone's a woman now. <laughs> so they go downstairs and the lights are kind of not working. Like a fuse goes out is what they think. And then uh, Jason's just in the room. <laughs> yeah, he's just there. There's somebody in this fucking room, Paul. <laughs> and then him and... Jason and Paul have this, like, drawn-out, beat-it-up in the room. Yeah, they're having, like, a wrestling match. (laughs) (laughs) Jenny's like, this is cool and all, but bye. Yeah, Yeah, she she doesn't help Paul. Like, she doesn't... Okay, until the final blow to Jason, she doesn't help. She's always, like, kind of, like, tiptoeing out of the room. Yeah. Like, slinking up against the wall, like, I hope nobody sees me as I leave. She's just kind of there. Yeah. And then... So Jason chases her into another cabin, 
and this is where uh oh yeah she gets she locks herself in a pantry and then this is where she Jason is great at hiding bodies is yeah. like I'm going to put crazy Ralph right in this pantry how long was Ralph in that pantry oh dude as soon as he died like he was day. like hmm. yeah right <laughs> somebody's going to find this yeah. they're going to be so like that's the thing is I feel like Jason Michael Myers they're both like people of being like this is going to be so good. This is going to be so good, guys. Like, But he's, it's only for his own pleasure because it's not like he's like anybody else is watching. You don't do practical jokes for other people. You do them for yourself. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Well, you're right. He's He is setting up the best horror maze possible. Yeah. Right? And so Jenny stumbles upon Crazy Ralph who falls out at the right time. Uh, I think she doesn't stumble upon any other body, right? No, that was Alice in the flashback that a body fell well, from a tree. Well, she stumbles upon some bodies when she runs away and goes to Jason's cabin. Well, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. No, doesn't a body fall out of the tree still, too? Doesn't that happen again? No, that's no. in the flashback. That, that is in the flashback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, Mr. Chrissy. Christy. Yes, yes. In the rain jacket. Um, so, basically, she gets out of that pantry out of a window, and then runs along and into her car, right? And yeah. Jason's got a pitchfork now, and he's stabbing the convertible roof. Away from uh, her. Right, right. <laughs> he can see clearly see, see exactly where she, where is. she is, and he's like, how about over here? And so she, like, kicks the door open that he's kind of leaning against. He's got his hand inside the convertible, and she runs some more. And then she runs into this other cabin. I think it's her cabin now. And hides under a bed. And Jason's walking around, and this is where, like, a rat comes by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what scares her. Not, yeah. the, not the killer, but the rat. And, and she pees on the floor? Just pees just her straight pants. out pees on the floor. Like, just... <laughs> like, it doesn't even look like it went through her pants. It looks like she straight up just, like, unzipped, unbuttoned, and just peed like, on the floor. <laughs> no, no. It looks like it went through, like, down... To her pant leg yeah. opening, it <laughs> trailed out the bottom of the pant leg. Those bell bottoms, guys. Yeah, uh, they funnel out the pee exactly where you need it to go. Yeah, right. She didn't want to bust in her bells. Right, <laughs> and she thinks Jason. <laughs> she thinks Jason Junker is gone, jeans. but he's not. He's standing on top of of a, of a stool, and is waiting for her to come out from under the bed, but. As she does, he's like, oh, shit, and fucking falls into the piss. Stool breaks and he falls in the piss. (laughs) And breaks his pitchfork in half. Oh, god damn it. God fucking. Jenny, you owe me for that. Jesus. Your pee is in my mouth. It is in my mouth. It is all over the pillowcase, Jenny. God damn it. I have to breathe through this. You're so inconsiderate. God, I'm going to murder you. Uh, Yeah. And so she's running, and he's running, and they keep flashing back to the running. And, and she has some trouble getting over a very shallow puddle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she just takes a break at that yeah. same puddle. Um, but I think that's more or less to establish, like, oh, she's going the same way that cop. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, she gets to his hut. She gets to his hut. His pizza hut. Yeah. <laughs> and he's right behind her. She... Barricades the door, but knows it's not going to hold. He takes a pickaxe, starts chopping away at his little metal door. She sees the shrine. Yes, it's a shrine to Jason Voorhees' mother. And 
there's the decapitated, decaying head, and then all the bodies of other people who he didn't get a chance and to hide yet. And his mom's sweater is on the altar, but it has no blood around the neck. No, it does. It does? Oh, it has plenty it of blood. It looked pure gray to me. No, it, it's got blood. It's got. It's all drying, so it's all yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. there. God, he should have washed that. No, because I'm... In the wake. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm... He's got I'm, his washboard. He's like, fuck, his blood will never come out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone got a Tide pen? <laughs> And uh, you know what would have been weird if he took, like, the Norman Bates approach and just dressed up as his mother? <laughs> like, be like, we don't look alike at all. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Norman. And uh, so she puts the sweater on, and apparently sweater is enough to convince him, like, this must be mom. His yeah. eyesight is terrible. I'm convinced <laughs> of it. Through the pillowcase. Yeah. I can't see as it it's is. It's literally an eyesight. Right. But this is weird, too, because, like, it's that that thing of being like, all right, you're smart enough to use a phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're smart enough to go around hiding bodies, and now we figured out, I guess, take a, a police car off the side of the road. But in this moment, duped by a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by a sweater and some, like, very random, like motherly. Yeah. Like, well, there is talking to you. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah. How did Ginny so. know? Like, how did she know how his mom talked to him? Well, no, it just got. I mean, like, that's what I said is I thought that she was some sort of like psychologist yeah. or, you know, something like that. Or like at least a camp counselor. Counselor. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. And because she just kind of just did motherly things. Right. And they kind of talk like about it in the, in the story that he tells. He's like, he's l- out there in the woods looking for she, the people that killed his mom. Right, because it was like basically like he only knew mother, so like she kind of preyed on that. That like, yeah. But she she also kind of just like that was a gamble. No, yeah, it was a total <laughs> shot in the dark. <laughs> what if what if she walked in and she was like, "It's all good, mother is proud of you." He's like, and he's like, "I hate my what mom, the fuck, bitch." <laughs> he just, he just kills her right there. Right? I don't like sweaters. Roll credits. It's July. <laughs> Slash. <laughs> Very cold July. Yeah, yeah. I've cold heard it all June. before. Cold June. It gets cold in the forest at night. Okay. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's humid in the East Coast. Okay? It, yeah. You would have sweating your balls off. There's so many sweaters in this movie. They're around being... the lake. Nope. 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 This it would have been more humid. This yeah, was filmed tempers... in the winter, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> There's so many sweaters. That's I mean, why everybody's nipples wearing were a constantly out. Yeah, it was just like nipple city. Yeah. Headlights so were on. She she indeed dupes Jason enough for Paul to come in at the last moment before Jason's like, "Hey, wait. What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, he, wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. I saw her die. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes to try to swing at her, and then Paul's like, hey, round two, bitch! And it basically has another, like, very WWE, like, fake fight. Yeah. And this is where Jenny's like, I'm gonna leave again! But decides to grab that, uh, take the machete that she had in her hand that was laying on the altar and stab Jason through the shoulder. Now, they decide to unmask him, and they're like, oh, gross. Old man Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, right. oh, God, it's like roadkill. It's been ran over multiple times. Oh, ginger. 
<laughs> Gross, soulless beast. And uh, and, the, God, and he's just a face of silly putty. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even like mold the newspaper clippings out of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And so he uh, Paul carries Ginny back to her cabin and they hear a scratch at the door and they think it's Jason so they aren't But it's themselves. still nighttime out so you know the movie's not done. Okay, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And then instead, it's Muffy or Muffin, the yeah. dog. And everybody's like, oh, and the music's like swelling da, to da, a. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. And you're like, it ain't fucking over. Like, it's not over. And it's not because Jason crashes through a window and it goes all in the, the slow mo. Biggest window. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, according to the uh, special features that I watched, mm-hmm. uh, they did not actually. Um, st- like stress break, like pre break the uh, the window for him to pop through. So the first time that he actually Ow. jumped through the window Ow. was a full on just like, all right, action, because <laughs> <laughs> he already couldn't see with the makeup. Yeah, with God, right? I wanted to see that. Yeah, because uh, like one because of the makeup, he can only see out of one eye, so he loses death perception as well. So like he already was oh, like he had great death perception, <laughs> like right into the window, like oh damn it. And it took the second time, but apparently it took like two or three takes. And also Amy Steele like was like terrified. wincing and yeah. terrified each take because she knew it was coming, oh. you know. So after all that slow-mo, it does another one of those white wash zoom-in fades. And then it's morning and she's being carted away on a stretcher. Meanwhile, the whole time we're asking, where's Paul? Which, okay, guys, what happened in this moment? I don't. Did Jason fly through the window but land in her pee again? And was like, <laughs> slipped in it. And you he still, hit you stink head. so bad. I'm out of here. <laughs> Paul, take care of this. Oh, God. The bears are coming. Yeah. A bear got Paul. <laughs> Maybe That's like, where he is. The other God damn your periods. Right? <laughs> Maybe it was like, well, see, it, uh, there's like no time, lo- like actual time. No. So it's like, it could legitimately be like 11 p.m. Okay. Like when that happens. Because they left the bar. They like they were decently – everyone was decently pretty right. drunk. But, like, they left the bar, but the bar was still popping. So I would say it was around, like, everybody came home and he got scared away in that moment? Maybe, but, like, why wouldn't he just kill all of them, too? Right. Well, because this is the end of the movie. She goes, where is Paul? And then the movie switches over back to uh, Mrs. Voorhees' head, and it keeps zooming in, and you think it's actually going to, like – the eyes are going to pop open or wink at you or something, yeah. which apparently was filmed. And then they were like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Cause <laughs> nice a 35 year old man living in the woods is real normal. Well, well I mean, it's yeah, more well, normal than you like think. That. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, actually never yeah. mind. Um, it's called off the grid. And, Ugh. um, no, but yeah, it was actually originally filmed that it was supposed to either pop its eyes open or wink. And I think it's funny that like he, Thought it was hokey after he filmed it. Yeah. I would have been like, "That's not happening at all." Well, they also filmed a sne- uh, uh, a scene where the head just sneezes, <laughs> <laughs> but then they cut it. Yeah, <laughs> they said it wasn't realistic looking. There was also like a a scene where like a body like behind the head was kind of searching for the head. <laughs> it was headless. 
just reaching above itself. But it also was like topless and old saggy boobies. <laughs> and it's like looking for the sweater at the same time. It's right. Like, I swear right. I left it somewhere. And the original song to play at that moment on the freeze frame was like, I ain't got nobody. But the nipples were just like cutting glass everywhere it went. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so I don't know what happened to Paul. We don't exactly know no what happened. Knows. There is... Okay, so... Just like in this one, in Friday 3, the movie does open up with, like, basically... Rock hard nipples. Yeah. (laughs) And that head just walking around dancing. Uh, No, it does open up with basically everything from Mother is Proud of You, her, like, doing the sweater scene, right? It does all that, but... It shows the entire movie from that point on. Just like this one did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, But... And it does not show him breaking through the glass. It ends with them walking out, and then, like basically from the waist down, him laying there naked. Yeah, <laughs> dick out. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, just right next to Crazy Ralph, like oh. <laughs> um, no, it, it jerking off onto his It shows head. from the waist down, uh, him laying there in like a pool of blood, and then like quack, grabbing quack, the machete quack, quack. and walking away, and then showing the mom's head, and then it says Friday Three, like that, like in three D, because that one is. So 3D. they like changed the end of the first one. Yeah, the they basically one. made it as if like smashing through the window was a dream. That's what it seems like. Which oh. it ends. First one ends in a. Dream, so why not? Right. Yes. Third well, one ends in be, a dream too. Yeah, third one ends yeah. in a dream. As well. Third one be... ends with Mrs. Voorhees' body coming out of the lake in um homage to the first one. Oh my god. Yeah. So the, like, basically, the first three are like, "Stop having welcome dreams, to people. dreams." Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is weird, also, because then dreams take a big part in Jason's life uh, in the afterlife. By the end of it all, but ready. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it all comes full far. circle. They knew about it in nineteen eighty. What if every single one of these final girls are being terrorized by Freddy after they've been terrorized by Jason? <laughs> or Jason is just a different dream entity he's similar a, a to... Warrior. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, not, <laughs> not like that. dream warrior. But like how Freddy was born and lives in nightmares. Jason was born and lives in nightmares. And that's actually what's happening to everyone. But in the first movie... Uh, he was pulled out of the lake because of the dream that uh, what's her butt was having. Kelly, no. You mean in Nightmare? No, in the first uh, Jason in the first Friday the Thirteenth. Alice. Alice, yeah, she actually pulled him out of the dream world whenever the boat thing happened. Mm. <laughs> you know, getting yeah. real deep. So he's actually the same entity idea monster that oh so she that freddy is so he grabbed her and then she woke up and then he was released into the world yeah right okay like like they do to freddy yeah 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 yeah. and then he's out and then jason goes around town at like gay bdsm clubs (laughs) (laughs) with his hockey mask on but it's a leather hockey mask and he's uh, like society's not ready for your kind he's inside of me and he wants out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's Friday Thirteenth Part Two, and we destroyed a pure beloved classic tonight, guys. <laughs> it's a good one, <laughs> right? There's gonna I... be so many people in Midsummer being like, "Fuck those guys! <laughs> Fucked them so fucking hard." <laughs> well, I no. thought they loved horror. They said they loved horror. 
So we also do uh, one of the things that we do at the end of the show is uh, your recommendation. Like, who would you recommend this to? Why? Like, what's it? What? It, what's a reason to watch this film? Example: I would say that who would I recommend this to? Uh, anybody who is purely interested in the history of the three main slashers from the eighties. Like this is, this is your introduction to Jason as a, as an entity, you know, whether he be alive you know, like it, cause there's different opinions, whether it be alive, whether he's actually also already dead at this moment, like there's different and it's all up to interpretation. So, um, in, in true form, that's what I would say. Basically anybody, I would recommend it to anybody. Yeah, I'd I'd recommend it to anybody that wants to see a slasher that has a a good amount of camp but is very <laughs> camp. <laughs> yeah, has a good amount of camp but is also really like seriously rooted and isn't as uh it's not as crazy as the rest of the series gets. So if you're looking for um something that's rooted in some realism, you know, as real as you can be with a 35-year-old mountain man yeah when you like think about what he actually is it's kind of like oh yeah well, you're just kind of like it's oh, well by the it's way more what is like everybody's theory creepy what what now seeing it because you're new to this yeah what is your theory on dead alive what what's going on um, at least at this point because i we know by six he is a reanimated zombie that's no question yeah. but at this point yeah. what do you say well because then Did five he doesn't he get Did dragged he... to hell no five is a as a copycat so four, he gets dragged to hell. No, he doesn't get dragged to hell until nine. Yeah, oh it's my way God. down. There. But in yeah. six, he gets struck by lightning like Frankenstein's monster, and he's oh. like. Whoa. So technically, he dies. Oh, he becomes super strong. Technically, yeah. he actually. Most fans recognize that he died at the end of part four, as Corey Feldman just hacked him with a machete over and over again until it kind of fades it fades out. Okay. Yeah. So and. They actually bury him. The townspeople bury him, and not until. Why gro- would you have a funeral for that man? <laughs> they nobody, even didn't give him a. Headstone. Nobody said it was a funeral, but they did give him. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they were like, but also, well, like we need to honor. If dead. someone calls that, that many Jersey's problems, I'd be like, we gotta burn it and separate it and put it across like the <laughs> different corners of like this vampires? country. Yeah, <laughs> bury it with like a rock in its mouth yeah. and like a stake in its heart. Yeah. Cut its head off and put it in its hands. But what, so. Jason, drowned or not oh, he's, drowned? He, uh, uh, he dead? He, he's dead. He's you, dead. You're saying dead? Okay, here's my theory. Did not drown, actually washed ashore, and because he's slow and, and you know. Uh, Jason washed his body ashore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Because <laughs> he's still alive. Which you, because you don't know because you didn't watch the first one that's how the first one starts out that song with jason row your boat ashore yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> see i'm intuitive right so no my theory is jason uh did not drown uh they thought him to be dead he washed up on shore and just like because he was scared and alone just ran into the woods and everybody in a bathing would, uh, suit never <laughs> yeah <laughs> everybody assumed him dead and i guess Maybe because of that tragedy, the camp shut down pretty much overnight, so he was abandoned. Yeah. Right? And then... But, like, no divers were like, let's kind of, like, search no, this No, they lake. say that they didn't, they, don't, they didn't even search for him. 
No, they they did say that we never oh, found him. Yeah, yeah. Basically. So yeah, yeah. they did look in yeah. some way, shape, or form. We don't know how thorough that was, but that's my theory, that people just assumed him drowned. The tragedy was too much for the camp. They closed up overnight or within like 48 hours and never did a thorough search of the rest of the property yeah. or anything. That's what I would – because that makes more sense to me that like he's a backwoods person and, the, and he – I don't I don't technically believe the whole he watched his mother die. I think that maybe he stumbled across that and was like, oh, fuck, that's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. Oh, God damn it. Well, kill her for me. That's what you were supposed to do. So that's my theory. I kind of like – the theory I accidentally created today that he was born out of the rage and was kind of like From manifested. <laughs> but he was manifested just Carrie like too. how um, Freddy was manifested. Yeah. You know, he's a, an entity more than human. So okay. I think he is dead. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I've never really thought of that it that way. Because how can you sustain such injuries? He doesn't take that much of a beating in the first... The first three, three movies, he yeah. never really gets beat up. He gets well. No, he does take an axe to the skull in in the end of three. Yes, and he does take a pitchfork to the stomach. Or yeah, or, in that same one. In that same one, he also has a machete that's like through this part because yeah. I don't think so, she like, stabs him. She hacks him, mm. and it goes all the way down to here. Okay, so you know how like some mothers can like lift a car in times of. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in stress though. He's like. I already killed a bunch. He's in duress. He's like, they saw my face. <laughs> no. <laughs> going to make fun of me. Right? <laughs> Tyler, what's yours? Basically, Jonathan's. I think he's a backwoods man and just kind of living off of the land. Just, I don't know. He's got that strength. Backwoods man living off the land. Drowned in the lake, but <laughs> not really <Hallelujah>. dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, backwoods man living off the land. <laughs> I couldn't think of another line. I was like, I'm all out of rhymes. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that happens to be our opinion of the film, but some people had a completely different opinion, and we asked those people to give me five. These are five-star and ten-star reviews all pulled from Amazon or IMDb. So It's a bit hard to find them whenever it's an actual good movie. Right, so. right, uh, but we we did indeed find them. So uh, they're not the best. Yeah, they're they're okay. So the first one comes from uh, Big Papa Number One uh, on May of two thousand, titled "Rent Part One Instead of This." <laughs> I love how just very I, honest. A ten or five star <laughs> review is gonna start off like that. Okay. A camp near Camp Crystal Lake is stalked by a new killer. This was the first outing for the now infamous Jason. But this is a rather dull outing. Story, characters, direction, score, and acting fail to present anything new or interesting. The ending is decent, however, followed by several unnecessary sequels. Four out of ten. <laughs> what? Ouch. But then rated... But then gave it a ten out of ten. I... <laughs> it... That's not. What? I just love when people don't know how to do the rating system, so they're like, "Yeah, I put ten out of ten, but then I give it my own score, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ten out of ten. It sucked. Four out, out of ten. ten. <laughs> I feel like I feel like some people that's, write. That's ten... going to be everything I do from the future. Oh, great job! Ten out of ten, but it sucked. Four out of ten. So people are like, uh, "Wait, <laughs> okay. which one then?" So the next one's uh, by Ross Robinson, uh, dated June two thousand four. The painter. 
Uh, I didn't know there was. Oh, no, Bob Ross. Sorry. Yeah. One thing. <laughs> um, titled Good, but First is Better. <laughs> I did like Friday the 13th Part 2, but I feel that the first Friday the 13th movie has got to be better because it is the original movie, and I think you can't beat originals with making others based on the same topic. <laughs> what? That's how sequels work. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one was based more on Jason. But the first was based on Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees. So wait, did he just go against what he just said? Yeah. No. You can't make sequels on the same topic, and these also don't have the same topic. You're right. But the first movie was made in 1980, and then a year later, a year a year later, the second one was made in 1981. Years and years later, there are more and more of these movies. I wonder when they will stop, because in every movie, Jason Voorhees has come back to life. To kill again. I wonder if there will be a remake of Friday the 13th. Maybe one day they might. there might be one. We'll all have to wait and see what happens in the future. Overall, I give Friday the 13th Part 2 9 out of 10. <laughs> wow. Even though it's scaling still a 10 review. out of 10. <laughs> well, you know, it kind of sucks. And the first one was made like in 1980 and had to do with Mrs. Voorhees. And the second one was made in 1981. So you can clearly see the differences. <laughs> and then they made more, but it's 2004. But I, I wonder if they'll wonder, make a remake. Yeah, I kind of wonder if they make a remake. But as we all know, remakes and sequels are never as good. So I don't even know why I'm wondering if there's going to yeah. be a remake. Listen, I'm just trying to fill a word count here. Yeah. <laughs> Nine that's, out of ten. That's a lot of our. <laughs> I got to get to ten reviews. lines. Yeah, nine lines now. The proletariat shall rise. This is a ten. <laughs> um, so our last one comes from. Dream Master 4. Uh-oh. Mm, <laughs> what did you find here? He writes, titled, totally, totally Awesome. Being a huge fan of horror movies, this is one of my favorites. Now we got Jason, without the mask, slashing some teenagers in the now legendary Camp Crystal Lake. What I really love about this flick are the scenes before the deaths. <laughs> the titties. <laughs> Again, just, like just like say the first, you're a perv. <laughs> again, like the first one, very atmospheric. Not as good as the first one, but really close. Ten stars. Okay, I like the scenes before they die. I I I'm gonna need you to start finding some more ridiculous ones because now now you're said. just finding like. I don't know how the rating system works. Personally, I don't like all that violence in these movies. Right. <laughs> I really like the part with the dog. I said with this one, <laughs> there were not a lot of good reviews. Well, because all of them were actually genuinely yeah, praising it, right? You got to find one that's like over the top praising. That's... Like, like jacking okay. it off. The I ones... would suck this movie's dick. Right? <laughs> if Jason were alive, his dick would be in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will look him in both the eyes, whichever direction they are pointing at at the moment when I'm sucking him off. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I want. So, oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> this yeah. is great. I've had a lot of laughs. Thank you for joining us today, Tyler. Thanks for having me. It was I great. Know, I know. You'll it, never be back. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. Thank now he's going to come back from every, for every Friday. That's, yeah. that's Yeah. So see you in a year. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the last Friday 13th of the year. Oh. Yeah. Summer. Uh, summer. Yeah. But there's apparently like two every year. So we're good. 
Uh, I'll see you in 2019. Yeah. If we're all still here. <laughs> uh, who knows? That giant meteor doesn't hit. That's right. <laughs> um, so thank you for joining us. We had a blast. Uh, next week on the show, we're going back to camp with 1987's Ernest Goes to Camp. So that should be a blast. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll round out the month with The Page Master from 94 and Fear from 1996 with the return of Mark Wahlberg. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so if you'd like to keep in touch with us, make sure that you know exactly everything that's going on for those releases and um, anything else that we have to announce. Please follow us at Bombs Away Show, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. That's how it all works. Uh, please let us know what you thought about this film. Tell us your theories on Jason. Like, I am guarantee there's more theories, and we want to hear all about them. Uh, write to us if you don't want to uh, put p- put a message out on Facebook or anything to the open, which, why not? Like, it's an open discussion forum. Actually, we do have a forum. It's Bombs Away's Overnight Dropbox. You can find that via our Facebook page, and you can write to us about any fan theories on any of these movies that we've done so far. Let us know what your favorites are. Uh, let us know what movies that you think should be nominated for the best of our first year. Uh, something I didn't mention, guys. This is our one-year anniversary show. Woo! This is our celebration of one year as a podcast. So, uh, I don't know. Tell us congratulations. I don't know. Just write to us on Facebook. We love hearing from you. It's what gets us through the day <laughs> sometimes. Hey, I, I'm just a lonely, sad boy in a shack. What do you want from me? I just sit alone. <laughs> yeah. Gets me through the day. But um, oh, that's how you can cat. write to us. We'd love to hear from you. We love hearing from our fans. Uh, other than that, uh, see you next week, guys. I'm Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. I'm Tyler. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, Tyler, mother is talking to you. Hey, this is Jarrett with the Bombs Away podcast, and we're here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the director series, and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, Mel Brooks and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, if you didn't know, did The Toxic Avengers and The Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts, and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually two pretty good films. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. 
They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award-winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for filmmakers, for filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? (laughs) 